Welcome to the Speakeasy, Mixing Passion, a Fuel Production, established 2023. Welcome to the 19th hole of the Speakeasy Championship, Mixing Passions. We are preparing for our biggest shot. Inside of our read, we see this is a two-finger pour, and we're ready to go. Let's see what happens. The putt is away. It's about 20 feet, breaking two feet left to right. Oh my goodness, it's tracking. It's tracking. It's good! Oh my goodness, it's in It's time to slow down, relax, and enjoy the speakeasy mixing passions. Hey there, whiskey fans, golf fans. This is Brian Bailey bringing you a new episode of Speakeasy Mixing Passions, episode dos. So this is our second episode. Our first episode, we went through the five main uh, types of whiskeys. I did have the boys coming to town. Uh, for those that are members of Fuel, Mark Sweeney, Gareth McShay, and we even had a special golf coach friend popping in town, uh, Chris George, all of which kind of sampled the Around the World Tour. I was planning on releasing that as a podcast video next week. Uh, due to the nature of the video, I believe it's going to have to go behind the paywall because it gets a little bit funny, a little bit obnoxious. Kind of what happens when you introduce four guys together and people forget that they're actually being mic'd up. So that will be shared um, probably not this week coming up, but the following week. What I'm going to do is put a full review of bullet bourbon but what i'm going to do today is a quick review to get you a good understanding of how to taste how to start your journey as a whiskey uh as a whiskey connoisseur as well as i'm going to tie the uh this tasting into the five senses and i'm also going to take these five senses and apply it into evaluating a good golf swing or a good golf shot right so what happens when we hit a good golf shot we use our senses to get feedback to know what happened right same thing with whiskey. We're using taste, we're using touch, we're using smells, um, sounds, and things like that to be able to evaluate. We're going to do the same thing with a golf swing and a golf shot. So yes, I'm going to be a little creative, but join me. It's fun. All right. So what we're going to use today is Bullet Bourbon. This is a Kentucky uh, whiskey bourbon. It's a straight bourbon. Um, so we're going to go into a lot of detail about this, but the reason I chose Bullet, well, two main reasons is one, it's almost empty because the gang, after our trip around the world, we tasted a couple different ones. They really liked bourbon when I created an old-fashioned form, and they continued to drink uh, Bullet Old Fashions all weekend. So needless to say, my bottle is almost, almost empty. But the reason I picked Bullet is one, you can see it's a fairly light um, whiskey. Um, so that means it's not, it's a good entry-level whiskey, I think, to start with. It also has rye in it, so it's gonna give you some of that rye bite. I didn't think I was going to enjoy rye whiskeys. Uh, Bullet was the first time that I had really a kind of a rye. I fell in love with the taste, and now if you go through my collection, I have like six or seven rye whiskeys in my collection, so I really enjoy rye whiskey, um, whether it be a bourbon or a straight rye. Um, but I think, again, Bullet comes in moderately priced, easy to find. Uh, you can find it pretty much at any liquor store or anywhere in the world. And again, it's just a very welcoming flavor. I know when I was in Ireland, I saw Bullet behind many of the bars as well. So definitely uh, something that can be found easily around the world. So what we're going to do is go through the five senses of tasting. 
to get you started down our journey. And then I'm going to do a full review of this probably next week. So I encourage you between now and next week to actually secure a bullet bourbon. And when I release that episode, you can taste along with me and we will enjoy that together. And bullet will be our first introduction into the infinity bottle. So if you really want to play along with us, um, this is going to be our speakeasy blend. We're going to put a shot, one ounce, actually one ounce of every review whiskey we we drank we're going to put it in the infinity bottle and then that should create a brand new blended whiskey for us when we decide to taste it again i probably won't taste it until we get roughly six to eight reviews in there we'll taste it a little bit keep going and keep adding so if you really get into the show and you really want to join this follow us on the reviews um pick follow us with the type of whiskey sample with us and create the same infinity bottle so we can enjoy the same flavors uh as the future as it wears on so what we're going to do first, the five senses we have what? Hear, see, smell, taste, touch. So we're going to apply all five of those to uh, being able to sample and taste whiskeys. So let's go through and figure these out. So the first sense we're going to talk about is hearing, right? Okay, with a whiskey bottle, what can we hear? There's a lot of really cool sounds that come from a whiskey bottle. The first, oh, what a great sound that is. Anytime I hear the cork coming out of a whiskey bottle, mm, I, I get a little excited. I, the juices start flowing. I'm getting excited to what I'm getting ready to taste. So I think the first thing we do is we hear the, the actual cork come out of the bottle. Spectacular. The next thing we can hear is the actual pouring into a glass and a little bit of the uh, rattling of glasses as it's pouring. All spectacular sounds. Again, creating that anticipation uh getting really really excited for what's happening also the really cool part is when you put the cork back in the bottle it doesn't really make that great a noise so why cap it man just keep going right no we drank responsibly we we drank for actual pleasure of the taste and not to get inebriated um so what we got here is our bullet and so hearing wise the main things we're talking about is the pour in the glass or rattling of the the bottles hitting the glass as well as the cork popping, all getting me ready in anticipation, building that hype. The next thing we'll look at with tasting is the actual color. So as you can kind of see here, the color of this one is fairly pale, fairly light. There's, there's a lot of tricks and trades and we'll talk more about it, but usually the paler it is as a bourbon because bourbons you're not allowed to add color. And this is a straight bourbon, so you can't add mashes and stuff to darken it. The, the time that it ages in the barrel is what that gives you that color. So the lighter the color, typically the less it's aged, the darker the more. Now if it's a blended whiskey, blows that out of the water. And sometimes they can take whiskey out of the barrel and they cut it with water to bring it down to 80, 90 proof. And again, with bullet whiskey, this is actually, I believe 45 proof, which, yep, which is um, 90 proof overall, 45% alcohol. So 80 is the minimum to be a whiskey. This is a little bit higher. What, I come, what I've learned over time is the higher the proof, the more bold a lot of the flavors are. So with bourbons and whiskeys, if you get them down around 80 proof, they tend to be smoother, softer. And as they go up in, in actual proofs, they tend to be a little bit more bolder, a little more dynamic in taste. But again, what you can see, it is a fairly light whiskey. It's not clear but it's definitely on the lighter side. Uh, so what can we learn from that? So if we swirl it, there's something called legs. So as you swirl it around, legs are 
when it sticks on the glass, you can see parts of it run down. If it runs down in thin, thin pieces, they say the legs are thin, which this is an art, I'm not very good at it, but that would give you a sense of possibly a lower alcohol in, uh, content. Not always, but sometimes. And if it creates an oily film and you don't really see the legs running down, you would talk a higher viscosity of whiskey. It'd be thicker whiskey, which would probably mean higher alcohol tint. So that's when people stirred and looked for, for the glass and what's actually happening. That's what they're looking at, the legs running down. We'll do a whole episode on legs. I'm still learning, getting better at it. Uh, but again, so when you see people do this, they're just not doing that to be super cool. Well, they could be. Uh, but they're actually trying to figure out color. They're trying to figure out legs and viscosity, thickness of the actual whiskey. So again, this one would be a rather, it, this would be a thinner, lower alcohol whiskey. Um, so that's bullets. So that's what we see when we do visual. So these are all the things you would do as the, as you sat down at a bar or sat down at a friend house that gave you uh, some sort of Glencairn or a tulip shaped glass, wider at the bottom, tighter at the top. And that goes into our third one, which is nose. We want to be able to smell the whiskey. So you have to remember, our nose has millions of olfactory uh, senses and smells and neurons all firing in there. So our nose is so much better at picking up flavors and, and things like that than our tongue. Our tongue only has a very few, right? So it's very important when you're tasting whiskey that you actually smell it first. You want to start bringing in some of those flavors and things you know. So what we want to do is, I'm not going to breathe in. You don't want to put your nose in it. Because again, this is 90 proof alcohol, so vapors are coming up, will burn your olfactory senses completely to the ground. So we don't want to stick our nose in. What we want to do is find that right distance where we can get the smell where it doesn't burn. Another trick is you can get closer and more and you're going to actually breathe through your mouth and not through your nose. That is one way that you can actually stick your whole nose in. And since you're not actually breathing through your nose, you can get a lot of those senses, again, flavor-wise, um, through the breath coming up through your mouth. But you can also start to get a little of that bouncing around inside of your mouth. So both, both ways work. Keep a distance or breathe through your mouth. Both options. At first, I used to do this at a distance. You'd kind of keep moving the glass until you find it. Now I really like to get... in close and personal and breathe through my mouth and bring the, the smells in that way. Again, play with both. They're completely, both are functional, both work really well. So what we want to do is be able to, to kind of smell and start to get, you know, uh, flavors. What happens if you keep smell, like let's say you've had a couple drinks, tastings, not full ones, a couple drinks and you're losing that sense of smell. Uh, what I learned is a cool trick is you take your shirt and the crook of your elbow and you take a deep breath because your shirt has the smells of your laundry detergent, things you're used to smelling every day, your, your cologne, your deodorant, just your casual you smell. Uh, that can also help you reset. Also, if you, you stir the whiskey around just a little bit and smell again, a lot of times that will free up a lot of smells as well. So the first thing we want to do with this is we want to go ahead and take what the smells are, what are we actually achieving from this? What, you know, what do we smell? And we're looking for common smells. So another really good trick when you're first starting this, um, you can take like some of the things we know about bourbon because it uses corn. It tends to be sweeter. It tends to have more of a brown sugar kind of toffee taste and smells to it. 
Um, you'll get a little bit of vanilla. You'll get some of that vanilla from the oak. So you can have a little something vanilla-y, something, maybe some brown sugar uh, by the side. I know with rye whiskeys, you're gonna get that bite, a little cinnamon. So maybe have some cinnamon candy or something to smell. If you smell that and come in here and then now, smell your whiskey, that can enhance those smells and, and really expand your, your palate and understanding on smelling different flavors. So those are all really good tricks. But again, we're gonna dive deep into this um, in a future episode. So all we're gonna do now, what do I smell? I smell right out, this, right out the gate. It's a bourbon, it's sweet, it's sugar. I'm smelling brown sugar. Maybe a hint of toffee-ish. And the beauty is, is everybody's palate's different. Um, what you smell might be completely opposite of what I smell. If you go read um, things online, which I encourage you not to because that's gonna influence what you smell. So please do not read reviews. In the beginning, it's okay to get an understanding, but create your own palette, create your own journal, start putting this down. We'll talk about this next episode, uh, but really don't be tainted by what other people are saying. And I'm tainting you right now by telling you what I smell but other people, because they're wrong. No, I'm kidding with you. So, and I can smell a little of that vanilla. I can smell just a hint of oak. I do not, I really don't smell the rye today. In the past, I got a little hint of the rye, but right here, I'm really just smelling a sweet bourbon. So now we're gonna go to tasting. Tasting would be your fourth of the senses, right? So what are we doing with taste? Well, we're gonna do two sips. The first sip, embrace the burn. We're going to put a little sip on our tongue. We're going to let it sit there. We're going to let it burn a little bit. We're going to wake our palate up and it's okay to start grabbing a couple flavor notes from there and then we're going to take it down and then we're going to hit it with our second sip and that's where we're really going to do our big our big flavor what they call chew. Uh, I don't chew but I kind of swash it around so it's completely up to you. So the first sip is just get in there and get the mouth ready. Get excited for what's getting ready to come. Embrace that little bit of burn and remember 45 proof uh, it's 45% uh, alcohol here, so it's going to have a little bit of burn. It's whiskey. Get used to it. You'll learn to love it. And then as you uh, take the second one, what they do is they talk about chewing whiskey. So when it's in your mouth, you would physically chew. That's one way to do it. I just take my tongue and I just move my tongue around and splash it all around the mouth. I want to coat the entire tongue, the sides of my cheeks, the roof of my mouth. I want to make sure that whiskey gets all around. Now, you don't want to gargle or you know do something crazy. You can chew, it's very normal, or you can kind of just splash it around. So the first thing we're gonna do is, let's bring in the sense of taste. We're gonna take our little sip. And now we're gonna take our second sip. Nice. Like I said, Bullet is a great entry bourbon rye. Mmm, still sitting, I'm still getting flavors as I'm talking to you. So the, what I get right out the gate with any bourbon, I get that first floor, well I get the burn, don't get me wrong, but I get that floral hit right out the gate, floral sweetness, I'm getting sugar. I would even say I'm getting maybe a little clove, a little baking powdery kind of baking spices. Uh, maybe a hint of fruit, uh, maybe apple, maybe something along that lines. But again, I get a lot of sweet out the gate and then that kind of fades and immediately goes into oak. I get the oak barrel, I get a little oakiness, a little bite and a little vanilla. So that's kind of in the mid range. 
And then towards the end of that tasting, the rye pops. The rye is a great complement to sweet. It gives you that bite. It gives you that cinnamon flavor. And to me, sitting on my tongue, I almost get red hots. Sounds kind of crazy. But hey, I taste what I taste. I, you know, everyone remember those little red candies when you were a kid? I taste red hots. So I'm getting a little bit of bourbon. That flavor of sweetness in the front. I'm getting kind of that middle oakiness. And then I get a little red hot cinnamon bite at the end. So those are the tastes. And that's all I'm getting from. Let's do it one more time. Same thing. The good news is that, that I don't know. Anytime I drink this, I always taste red hots at the end. Now that red hot cinnamon is really just peppering my tongue. I'm getting a lot of that. So now it's like me drinking candy with a physique like this. You know I like candy, right? So to me, I mean, Bullet is really sweet, very smooth, um, and has great flavor. Again, kind of, kind of bounces you from sweet to the oaky bite in the middle with a little vanilla, and then it hits you with the rye at the end. And then the last thing we're going to call touch or we call finish. Finish is how it sits when you swallow. Uh, oh, one thing I did forget to tell you about taste. It's important to every sip you take to let it sit in your mouth. If you just shoot a whiskey, it burns the whole way. It's just what it is. It's lots of alcohol. But if you actually put it in your mouth and let it sit, that alcohol burn will fade and you'll learn to kind of control it and not mind it, right? But again, if you take the whole shot, throw it back, like most people drink whiskey that aren't trying to enjoy whiskey by flavor, you get that burn. But if you put it in your mouth, you let it sit there, you'll actually reduce and sometimes even eliminate that alcoholic, that alcohol burn. So it's important that when you sip, that you let it sit in your mouth, hang around for a couple minutes, move it around, and then swallow it. And then, like I said, the final thing is what we call finish. So the finish is kind of a time issue. How long is it? Like when I when I sip it and drink it, then my mouth is clearing. Does it does that the taste and flavor sit in my mouth for a long or short amount of time? So that's one way to classify your finish. Is it a long finish? Is it a short finish? For me, I would say bullet is in between. It's not super short. I've had some where you drink the alcohol content, dries your mouth out immediately and then it goes away. It's not what this is. And I've had some like Irish whiskeys, like Red Breast, that'll sit on your tongue. It has this oily film. Oily is kind of a bad word, but it can sit there for a very long amount of time. So I would say, to me, this is kind of in between. I would call it a medium finish, and I would actually call it wet. I, you can call it a wet finish or a dry finish. Wet means that your mouth stays nice and moist. Dry finish means the alcohol content just gives you cotton mouth, right? So to me, I would say uh, Bullet is actually medium in length and wet um, for finish. And then I would also classify, is it a complex finish or a simple finish? Do I taste one or two things? It'd be very simple. Or is it complex? I can still taste a bunch of notes floating around. To me, I would say it's a very simple finish. And the fact that I get a little bit of oak that fades away quickly, and then I get a lot of that rye cinnamon thing at the end, which I really enjoy. So to me, Bullet is a great starter whiskey that is very subtle. It has good alcohol content, so we're getting a little bit of bite from the alcohol. But again, we're getting good flavors, and it is well-crafted. Um, like I said, we'll do a full review of Bullet coming up where we'll dive into the, all the notes and how to, how to actually take notes on it, run a flavor wheel, uh, take notes, and things like that. But I just wanted you to understand, using your five tastes, tastes or five senses, um, 
to actually taste whiskey works really, really well. So here is the sound of the cork, the banging of the glasses, the pouring of the alcohol, the visual, is it a light whiskey? Is it a dark whiskey? Does it have legs? What's the viscosity? Things like that. The nose is what we smell from it. Uh, we can take a lot of information there. And then of course we have the taste. We have two sips. We have our first sip, which is getting the palate ready. And then we have our official second sip where we coat the mouth completely and take in uh, all that information. And then of course, we're gonna keep sampling this all the way through, keep enjoying that flavor. Again, I'm just not gonna tip this up and shoot it back. I'm gonna keep sampling it. And the beauty is, is it can change change flavors over time. And as well, if you drop a drop of water in there or two, it can really change the flavors as well, but we'll talk about that in a future uh, video as well. And then the final thing is kind of the finish, the touch. How does it sit in your mouth? What do we get? Is it a long finish? Is it a short finish? Is it wet? Is it dry? Is it complex? Is it simple? So again, kind of what we've got in the beginning was a lot of brown sugar, uh, a little bit of baking spices, a little maybe vanilla. As I tasted it, I got the oak and the vanilla. I got the sweetness to start oak and vanilla and then it kind of trails out into that rye spicy and at the end I get a little bit of oak sitting on my tongue it clears quickly to be followed up by red hots which is rye and spice which I really love so that would be just a quick sampling of what a bullet will taste like now let's jump over here and let's evaluate a golf swing I'll keep sampling that as I'm talking so in golf we're gonna use this five same senses and again, I have to be a little creative, five senses in golf. Uh, you're gonna have to work with me here. So the first one we're gonna talk about is smell. <laughs> we got smell and taste are the two hard ones, right? But to me, the smell of a golf course is spectacular. Fresh grown grass. Um, in springtime, we get the, the scent of blooming uh, flowers. Um, we get the, the smell of trees as they're blooming. In the fall, um, maybe the kind of the moldy smell of the leaves and, and things on the ground, maybe pine needles uh, giving you that smell. So what I like about golf is it does give you the flavors of nature, right? I can smell nature while I'm out there. Most of it's good, sometimes it's bad, especially depending on your playing partners with smell. Uh, but again, more than not, when we actually immerse ourselves in golf, we're immersing ourselves in the whole atmosphere of golf, just not chasing a little white ball around the golf course, right? So that's how I would introduce smell uh, to the golf course. Next is visual. Golf courses are visual. Uh, it's just a visual show, right? We have beautiful carved out fairways that are green. You have tree line, you have deserts. You have what we talked about. We have Lynx courses, uh, Heathland courses, Parkland courses, all these beautiful park-like settings, oceanfront settings, uh, rough and battered, prim and properly manicured all the spectrum so the visual of golf is just spectacular and then again actually playing golf when we think again we're going to evaluate a golf shot we're going to think about what visualization what is our actual targeting we need to visualize and figure out not visualize see it in our head per se because i have trouble visualizing seeing things in my head or what it's supposed to look like but visualizing taking a visual of where am i actually targeting to set up uh, for my shot. What does my shot, is my shot going to look like? Is it going to cut? Is it going to draw? Is it going to be high? Is it going to be low? Maybe I don't know and we hope it's one of those, but we're sure it's pretty one of those because it will advance. It might roll. Uh, but again, the visual of what we're trying to do, we need to visualize the lie assessment. What's the ball want to do out of the lie? Is the grass helping, hurting? 
Is it preventing me from making a swing that I want? So all these are visual cues that you're taking in. So you're taking in tons of information via optics. And again, these are things we got to create. And, and then again, once we take all those visuals in our head, we need to process and then pick a shot we want to hit. Then we go into feels, right? Feels are the most important because what we know in golf, feel and real are typically never the same. Uh, so I always say be careful of taking advice from really good golfers because what they feel might not be exactly what's moving in the golf swing. So if you trust what they say they feel, it might actually affect your game in the negative. But feels, how we move the club, how we move the body, um, and also the feels give us a great feedback loop, right? When we hit the golf ball, the feedback we get, the visual, we get to see the ball move in the air, what it's actually doing, but we get feedback in our hands because it's connected to the club. What did the club face? Was it a good solid strike? Did I feel nothing? Did it feel clanky? Did it feel high in the face, low, toe, heel? These are all great feels as you start to learn and become a better efficient golfer. These feels will actually feed back to you just like drinking whiskey. The more you do it, the more you sample it, the better you do. The more you do it, your palate gets better and better and your evaluation of whiskey gets better and better. Same thing with the golf swing, right? So these will all be pieces in, in the feedback system be able to predict um, before the ball even lands or before you can really pick it up. From that feedback you get from the feel of the club head and the ball, you can predict a lot of your shots before you ever even look up. And I've seen tons of really high-end touring pros sitting in front of track mans hitting wedges and calling spin rates of wedges to within a couple, you know, really nailing their spin rates just by instant feedback of what the ball's doing or calling shot shape or trajectories. They're so in tune with the feel back through the system that they are predict that. And again, what I want you is, if that's your goal as a golfer, I want you to work hard towards that as well as a whiskey drinker. The next one is sound. To me, sound is huge. Um, I always tell players when they're hitting out of a bunker as a coach, I can tell it's a good shot or not by the introduction of what it, what the club hitting the sound. Is it a thud or is it right? Or did I pick it? So uh, just by that interaction of the club head into the sand, I can tell if it's going to be a good shot with even watching if the ball comes out or not. So again, using sound, again, did you compress the ball? You know, if, you're, if you've gone to a tour event and watched Tiger Woods in his prime, which I had my good, a good fortune to watch a couple US Opens when he was in his prime, and hit, watching him hit his stinger two iron that comes out head high, and all you hear is as it flies past your head. You know, those sounds are, are sounds that are just absolutely fascinating. And again, those sounds give you instant feedback that tie into those feels and tie into those visuals. And this is how we learn and be able to predict. And hopefully from that, learn that feel creates a shot and I can go back and recreate that. And I can think of the sounds and I can see the visual, what it wants to do. All these are creating a great feedback loop, teaching the brain on how to learn. Ooh, this might be something I could bring Gareth in here with whiskey, drinking and learning and how you can apply that throughout life. Hmm, I have to think about that. And then the final one, okay, taste. In golf, how are you gonna taste it? Well, one thing I have learned if you one putt on the 18th hole, no matter what it is for score, your dinner will taste better. Your, your uh, drink after the round will taste better. Your whiskey will taste better if you one putt. So again, when you make it off the 18th and you go to the 19th, a one putt is a guaranteed flavor enhancer into when you're actually uh, enjoying uh, your, your meal and drinks after a great round of golf with friends 
or in competition. So again, to me, these would be how I would apply the five senses. Yes, I told you it was gonna be a little creative, and I think I was there, especially with the taste. Uh, but again, to me, you know, the really cool part about whiskey, this is a learning experience. The beautiful thing about golf, it's the same thing. It's a learning ex experience. Is applying past lessons to get you to predict future results. Uh, and like I said, we will do a new bullet presentation next week. We'll go full review. Reviews will only be on inside of Fuel. Um, the educational videos I'm pumping out via podcast, so they'll come out about every two weeks. But the reviews and things along that lines and some of the tasty stuff is only going to be inside of Fuel. So if you're not a member of Fuel, make sure you become one. $9.95 a month, $99 for the year. Um, so if you love golf and you love whiskey, uh, I don't know of any, any other site out there that is, is catering to us. And we got really cool stuff that we're trying to work on in the future. That is, if you are a mixing passion fan and you have these same passions, we're going to meet up and we're going to have a lot of fun in a lot of areas around the world. Um, so again, enjoy Bullet, really good bourbon. Enjoy that feedback loop out in golf. And hey, enjoy it. Enjoy Speakeasy and Mixing Passions. I look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, any questions or concerns, definitely write to me via uh, fuel at mygameforge.com. Uh, or you can write to Brian at mygameforge.com. If you have any questions, you can DM me via Instagram as well. Thank you so much, and I look forward to next week. Onward and forward. This has been a Fuel production.